questions. You are listening to What's Your Scenario podcast, giving you real answers to real life scenarios. We don't just talk about scenarios. We coach everyday people through difficult conversations to get the results they want. If you have a scenario you'd like to submit, visit whatsyourscenario.com. And now, here are your co-hosts, Lisa and Liz. Hey there, listener friends. It's Lisa. And Liz here, back for another episode of What's Your Scenario podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Liz, I've got a question. Okay, shoot. What do you do when it feels like you've done everything you know how to do to get something to work out and it isn't or isn't working out as quickly as you'd like it to? Hmm. You mean besides getting frustrated and wanting to give up? (laughs) Yeah. Besides that. Uh, Let's see. How about uh, eat my feelings and complain? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. I guess I can't say that on here. (laughs) I think a lot of us have taken that route. Hello, pizza, ice cream, you know, Mm -hmm. the spiral of doom. Yeah. And let's not forget those Krispy Kreme donuts. Chocolate, please. Ooh, right? Or any donut for that matter. Krispy Kreme ain't paying us to advertise. Right. No free ads over here. Anyway, while emotional eating and complaining might feel helpful in the moment, I know that hours later I'm left with a stomach ache and no solution. Things happen that sometimes we have no control over, and that can leave us feeling down. Yep. Having no control over a situation can be a hard place to be. And that's where our listener friend in today's scenario finds himself. Let's take a listen. Hi. Lately, I've been feeling tired at work. Not physically tired. Mentally and emotionally exhausted. I think this is coming from the fact that I've been applying for other positions within the company that I think I would be a perfect fit for and maybe even overqualified, and nothing has worked out. I even applied to other jobs online. My manager is encouraging me to apply to things. She had to do the same to advance her career within the company. The company has great benefits and flexible work options, which is a plus, but it's been a year at this point. I feel mentally tired and a little depressed, and staying where I am when my less senior colleagues have successfully made the transition. Maybe this isn't my time. I don't know if I need a vacation or I really need to evaluate if this is where I want to be. I'm at a crossroad. Wow, I know that feeling. And especially since it feels like everywhere's hiring. I know, right? These days, they're calling it the great resignation. But honestly, it's more complicated than it sounds. Yeah, one would think that with the great resignation, finding a job would be easy, but that's obviously not the case here. And believe it or not, listener friend, you're not the only one with this experience. Certainly not at all. It's like trying to solve a hard cold case. Not cold case hard, (laughs) but I hear you. All right, let's recap what we heard. So... Listener friend says he feels mentally and emotionally exhausted because he's applying to positions at his current job 
and online, but isn't getting any traction. He sees people less senior than him at work, transitioning into other roles, and even has the support of his manager, but still nothing. Now he's wondering whether time off or just further evaluating the situation will do the trick. He's at a crossroads. Yeah, that's what we call being in the in-between space. That's the place in between where you are now and where you want to be. And oftentimes, it's a space where we have to relinquish control, right? Because if you knew how to get to the place you want it to be, you'd be there already. Exactly. But don't worry, listener friend, because we have some practices that we personally used and found helpful. I'm really glad you used that word, Liz. Which word? Practices. Because there's no quick fix or out-of-the-box solution for this. No, there isn't. And sometimes the timing of things truly aren't in our control. And sure, in some cases you could force an action, but that might lead to frustration and disappointment in the end. Facts. So back to those practices. Yes, with the practices. So let's start with the basics. When looking to transition into a new role or make a big change, it's really important to first do your research. In this case, listener friend, we hope that you took the time to assess how well your current skills are aligned to the roles you're interested in. Also, if necessary, focus on upskilling to make sure that you have the right knowledge needed to be successful. Since your manager is encouraging you in the process, you may want to ask them to share feedback on areas where you can grow or improve so that you can work on those things in this in-between time. Yes to all of that and getting feedback is really critical. Another generally known and good practice when transitioning into a new role is to update your resume and professional pages. You wanna highlight the work you've done, especially as it relates to what you want to do in the future. And while doing this on your own is certainly an option, we'd recommend, if possible, that you have a professional assist you with the updates. If a professional is not an option or too expensive, then we recommend that you get someone you trust who understands the industry that you're looking to get into to review your resume and your other brand materials. An industry insider could be very helpful. And while we're on the topic of industry insider, networking is another good practice. Listener friend, are you actively connecting with other professionals with the role that you're trying to land? Whether that's someone in your current company or another company of interest, making those connections matter. LinkedIn is a professional space that is especially useful for expanding and leveraging your network. You can connect with industry professionals, hiring managers, and recruiters. These are all good people to know and work with when you're looking for the next professional opportunity. Keep in mind, though, LinkedIn is just one of many platforms through which you can make professional connections. So if you're not using these type of platforms, then we recommend you get started. Another practice that's common but not always necessary is working with a staffing company. Their role is to help link you with opportunities that their client companies are hiring for. Now, anyone who's ever spent time applying for jobs knows that this process can be a job in and of itself. Preach, creating cover letters alone is a lot. Exactly. 
So here's where having someone who can take some of those tasks off your plate could be the difference between moving through the process seamlessly and full-blown burnout. If you're feeling stressed out from doing it yourself, you can hire a specialist to help you get your resume, CV, cover letter, LinkedIn, and other materials on point. They can also handle most of the task while you provide the oversight and direction. So if your budget allows, we recommend that you go for it. Definitely an option to consider, listener friend. Now, those are just a few practices to implement when you're looking for a job. Now, onto when you land the interview. Oh, yeah. Because it's not just enough to have technical skills. You need those behavioral or what most of us refer to as soft skills as well. But honestly, those skills aren't soft at all. They are essential. And people tend to overlook that. They make sure that their resume is strong and forget that their interview and people skills need to be equally strong. Your ability to authentically connect with people, relay your personal story, and highlight the value that you bring could be the difference between you getting the job or not. Right. Okay, listener friend, let's just say you've put all of these practices into place and still find yourself stuck. What next? Mm, That's a great question. How does that song go? After you've done all you can, you just stand? I love that Donnie McCurkin song. But what does Stan really even mean? I mean, I guess we'd have to ask Donnie. (laughs) Donnie, you listening? (laughs) Somebody tag him. No, but really, we've all heard the saying that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I like to say the grass could be greener on the other side. But in the meantime, I'll water the grass where I am. Yes, I love that. And when I find myself in an in-between place after doing everything I know how to do, I practice gratitude. It's helpful to think of the things that I'm grateful for right now. And this might sound cliche, but focusing on what's good and what's working in and around your life can really help to change your perspective. Liz, I couldn't agree more. I remember years ago when I first moved to New York City, this was back when people found apartments on Craigslist. (laughs) Not Craigslist. (laughs) Yes, Craigslist. I don't think Street Easy existed then. Anyway, I was so excited to move to New York that I rented an apartment based on the pictures in the Craigslist posting. It was a decent apartment, but unbeknownst to me, in a very dangerous neighborhood. And there were mice in the walls. Girl, no. Girl, yes. I was so caught up in moving to New York City that I didn't do my research. See, research is necessary. Fortunately, though, it was a short-term lease. I hated that apartment. I mean, really hated it. And three months into my lease being up, I started to look for another apartment. This time, I used a broker. I went to see apartment after apartment after apartment. Then I found one that I really liked and put in an application for it, only to be told the next day that someone else got it. Girl, I was stressed and feeling really down. The thought of having to renew my lease was just unbearable. Mm, That does sound super stressful. It really was. I remember being a week and a half out from having to renew the lease, and I just broke into tears, like full-on ugly cry. So... I did the mature thing to do in that situation. What was that? I called my mom. (laughs) 
Lisa, why did I think <laughs> you were going to say something profound? <laughs> I was at the end of my rope, okay? Anyway, I called my mom in tears and all, and, you know, she patiently listened. Then she told me to just stop. Um, stop. <laughs> you had less than two weeks to find something if you were going to move. And this is New York. These things take time. I know. But she told me to stop and take a break from looking. Her rationale was that if I didn't find anything within the week and a half, that I'd have to renew my lease anyway. She told me to do just what you mentioned earlier. Focus on the things that were good, like the few things I did like about the apartment. And there were few. <laughs> and she told me to focus on the fact that I was living in New York City like I wanted. I mean, it wasn't the thing that I wanted to hear. And I literally had to write the good things down to make them more concrete for myself. But I can honestly say once I did that, my perspective shifted. Yeah, I love that. Staying in gratitude is a game changer. Also, would you believe me if I told you that four days later, the broker called me to take a look at an apartment? that was even lovelier than the one that I liked initially. And I got approved for the apartment the day before I had to renew my lease. What? Say less. Look at God. <laughs> Honestly, staying in gratitude has worked for me enough times for me to know that that's facts. So yes, I do believe it. And listener friend, that's why this is an additional practice that we want you to implement while you're in this in-between place. You mentioned that your job has great benefits and flexible work schedules, right? What else is good about your job? Like, is there a coworker that you really enjoy working with? Are there great restaurants to get lunch near your job? Are you working on any projects that you enjoy? And keep in mind that although your career is important, it's really only one aspect of who you are. And while you're thinking about that, are there any other areas of your life that need tending to? And what if you just stopped looking for other positions for some time? Could you water the grass where you are? Those are all good questions to consider, listener friend. Also, check out our Should I Stay or Should I Grow resource. We get this sort of question a lot and created this tool to help people think through important questions. You can find it on our website, whatsyourscenario.com. Yes, that's definitely a great resource for when you're trying to decide if it's really time to move on from a job or a relationship for that matter. That's all for today, friends. Shout out to our listener friend who sent in this scenario. Yes, listener friend, shout out to you. We hope you'll find today's episode useful. And to our other listeners, if you have other tips or suggestions for this scenario, comment on our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon at the handle What's Your Scenario. And if you have a scenario that you'd like us to tackle, go to whatsyourscenario.com. Also, do you want more answers from us in real time? Or would you like to access discounts and merchandise? Then pull up. Join us on Patreon. That's it for this episode. Until next time, y'all. Peace. This podcast was brought to you by What's Your Scenario, coaching everyday people through difficult conversations to get the results they want. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to get new episodes as soon as they're released. 
For more, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at What's Your Scenario? Because conversations can be tough, but they don't have to be. What's Your Scenario podcast is created and hosted by Lisa Yu and Liz G. This podcast is for informational purposes only. The statements and views expressed on the podcast are not medical or psychological advice. The podcast, including Lisa Yu and Liz G, disclaim responsibility from any adverse impact from using the information contained herein. If you think you have a medical or psychological problem, consult a physician.